0: It, i'm ready to do it i can't be afraid now put me on the stage now i'm ready to rage now i feel like an animal stuck in a cage and i'm ready to break out
1: huh. Bonsoir, how are you all good in the hood i hope and guess what i'm gonna really annoy you with a dj air horn because i'm back in the game look <laughs> I have been smiling from ear to ear. Do you know why, ladies and gents? Because I have got out of self-isolation. I have gone from working in my kitchen slash lounge with screaming kids to back into my nice, peaceful studio. Kid-free and feeling damn good. And this morning, oh yes, this morning, I headed off. To the beach to go for a sea dip. One of the most amazing sea dips ever because you don't realize how much you appreciate things until they're taken away. Lots of people have had that this morning. Uh, This morning, lots of people have had that this year. You know, we've had the gyms taken away, and a lot of us take gyms for granted until we can no longer go to them. And I remember that feeling when I first got back into that gym. Absolutely loved it. So sometimes it's actually good to get rid of things that you're actually not too sure if you like and have them taken away from you because then you learn how to be grateful for those things. And this is so, so important, ladies and gents, because gratitude isn't some woo-woo, joss-stick kind of thing. Gratitude is, is something that you need to practice every single day. Because it stops you from being overwhelmed it stops you from getting anxiety and it actually makes you realise that you've pretty much got a lot of things already in life. And a lot of things that you are hoping and wishing for are just bonuses. And this is something that I say to myself all of the time. All of the time. I say to myself, you have everything that you need already and anything else is a bonus. And actually saying that completely changes the game because it just enables me to appreciate things and actually you know, not take things for granted and work hard towards things uh, still. And I think this is one of the biggest problems that a lot of people have, is that they assume if you are satisfied with things that you are not gonna work as hard. And that's not true. The reality of it is you just have a different perspective on things. You learn to let things go and you learn to focus on what is important while still setting those outcome based goals. And that's why it's so, so important, especially with the whole gratitude. But ladies and gents, I am grateful to be back in the C dip game. I am grateful to be back in the power walk game. Uh, And I am incredibly, incredibly grateful to be alive this year because uh, it's been a crazy, crazy year, as you already know. And uh, I've really enjoyed the ups and downs I really, really have, and that's what I want people to do. I mean, it's getting to that reflect full time for me this year uh, where I'm looking back at the things that w- went right this year, the things that went wrong, the things that could be improved, and December's really my ponder time for that. Uh, November's really a, a focused time for me, and the reason it's a focused time for me is because I'm always doing something in November for the last 10 years. Um, If we go back sort of 10 years ago, I was competing uh, in physique shows in November. And I was actually competing in physique shows around the November period until 2015. And uh, then it was charity events. And that's why I've surprisingly don't struggle with things in November because it's that build up to Christmas, get the last things done this year and uh, and then uh, have Christmas. Usually go get knee-deep in Guinness, get absolutely, absolutely shit-faced, and then uh, try not to put about £50 pounds on over Christmas while I'm s- stuffing my face full of uh, turkey and cranberry sandwiches and Michael Bublé. Well, not really stuffing my face with Michael Bublé, that's a bit dodgy really, isn't it? Anyway, ladies and gents, I was going to segue and say, talking about dodgy, I've, I do have a guest coming on, but this guest isn't dodgy, in, in the least bit whatsoever. Something that I have, um, I actually said in the video, ladies and gents, was, so I said, why I'll, I will never be Joe Wicks. Um, Joe Wicks, uh, I, I, he's doing something phenom- phenomenal tonight. He's doing a 24-hour event. He's going to be doing it for children, children children's in need. And he's probably going to be raising over a million pounds. Joe's had an exceptional year because he's just gone above and beyond. Um, And I've been just chatting to him with some tips about a 24 hour endurance event. He's just been voice noting me and just asking me uh, loads of questions. So I'm looking forward to seeing him um, do lots of different random things to raise lots of money for a good cause. But the reason I would be never Joe Wicks is because I use the word fuck at 8.36 in the morning. And I don't think many kids are going to be tuning in to my lockdown live, especially with a nice little segue with my next guest. Uh, This is someone that I've known for a long time. And uh, I've always been inspired by his work, his relentlessness, uh, and his ability to be authentic and open with his audience. Something that we all need to be, but I think something that a lot of us Uh, struggle to be. So without further ado, ladies and gents, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today, Mr. Paul Moore. Mr. Paul Moore, how are you? I'm in the game, how are you? I am very well, thanks man, very well.
0: I'm just wondering if you can can hook me up so I can stuff myself with Michael Bublé.
1: Can you? Well, he's not out of his... (laughs) He's not out of his cave yet. Word on the grapevine oh. is it's the twentieth, and, it, and I think he waits for Mariah Carey to play the first. <laughs> oh my uh, god! <laughs> the first "All I Want for Christmas," which comes around. I, I think I think people get a bit tetchy around the twentieth of November. Some people, yeah. though, Mister Moore, some people are actually putting up Christmas trees now. They're going, "Well, fuck yeah. it, it's it's you know it can't get much worse in twenty twenty. Let's have something to look forward to." But I'm just like, are you a are you, are you a uh, humbug, Paul? Or you, or <laughs> not, are you? I'm
0: not a humbug. I'm not a humbug. I just—it's um, a bit fucking—it's a lot of stuff in your sitting room and your living room, and it's just more stuff. I like a nice clear it's, uh, it's, space. It, but my mind is certainly not a clear I, space. I like to call
1: it—I like to call it sparkly anxiety. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sparkly clutter.
1: Exactly. And and everybody knows, you know, a clean and tidy space is a good space. Uh, I have my uh, videographer, David will look at me funny with that because he goes, yeah, but you're a mess. I'm like, it's organized mess. There's a bit of a difference. Because you know although it's messy, I know where everything is, and when when the wife moves something i i, I can't find it because it was yeah. where it was where it was either on the floor last time or on or on the uh, on the microwave that's one of yeah. one of two places. If you're going to rob my house ladies and gents, check my microwave it's more or less has everything <laughs> there, so we are going to do it
0: Look for muscle food, David.
1: Well, I, I should have done really, um, but that, we, we've agreed a deal Instagram only, so they, they'll have to pay me more for some uh, some lockdown live <laughs> plugs.
0: <laughs> Love it.
1: Love it. So I think my first question to you, Paul, is how are you? Um, Mate, and how I have you there. been coping during a lockdown Mate, 2.0? Do you, yeah, do, you
0: know, do you know lockdown hasn't really affected my life that much. I don't drink, I don't go to bars, I go to the odd restaurant. The only thing I'm missing is jujitsu isn't on, um, but I'm all right with that. There's, there's there's little ways around there's little ways around that with my social bubble. Um, <laughs> I'm not leaving the house, so yeah, I mate. Mean, it's not. Um, I mean, there are a bunch of guys who I'm working with who are challenged by it, but that's what we do. Me and you, we serve people.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I totally agree. I, I mean, I'm obviously very fortunate to have an online business. Um, yeah. Very fortunate as well. Say fortunate um, that we've built this new shiny office. Even though this is the first day back in two weeks because I was self isolating, um, and and I think it's it's been for me it's it's felt a little bit different this one to the last one. I think obviously it comes as a massive shock. Yeah. The first time around. Yeah. Um, and. I think one thing that surprised me was the fact that i don't know what it is it's just people thought it was coming to an end and i think the second lockdown kind of got people back into that state of when is this going to end yeah and it's
0: not i don't think it's a you can get drunk by a hot tub and a fire pit in your back garden this time around is it yeah
1: yeah exactly and i I think as well i think it's just one of these mentalities where i think I was actually speaking to a mutual friend of ours, Rob Moore, yesterday. Uh, And he's in the process of writing a a new book about uh, change. And something that I brought up was actually, you know, something I've been researching, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the Kubler-Ross grief cycle.
0: I have it. That's a lot of words. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> why, do you think I, why do you think I write them down? Do you think that, that, do you, do you think, you think that stays in uh, my Dante, Dante head?
0: One thing, Martini says a short pencil is better than a long memory.
1: Yeah, but there you go. Um, yeah. And one, one of the things that was interesting was um, reading the cycle, and it basically. It's usually for people who lose loved ones or something clo- you know, someone close to them or something really tragic happens in people's lives. And what this, this guy, uh, I assume he's, he's German because his name's Kubler-Ross. <laughs> um, it, goes through, it says go through five stages. The five stages are denial, mm-hmm. anger, depression, bargaining, and acceptance. And, and when I was actually reading that, I found it quite fascinating because this second lockdown, it seems to when you get a vibe and a feel for your like the content that you put out, how it's received, the messages that you get, you kind of see those stages in people, uh, yeah. and also you see stages in yourself. I mean, like something that I notice that I don't te- I, I tend to do them the wrong way round, if that makes sense. So instead of yeah. getting angry and you know in denial of it, I accept it straight away. I bargain. And yeah. then sometimes the anger and denial comes later. Uh, and I yeah. think some people deal with grief that way. And the fact that they they pretend like they've accepted it, they move on or they, they, they step up to try and deliver because everybody else isn't, you know, in their eyes, isn't as strong as them. And then it yeah. takes a little bit of a while to catch up. And I found that in yeah. lockdown one, I was on it. I was like, this is awesome. This is like being back in Iraq. This is like being a soldier again. Awesome, let's go. And the first month I was on it, bang, 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 bang. And then suddenly drinking started to increase, started to get a little bit, you know, my social media, you know, the, um, I wasn't cutting off at 8 p.m. It was at 9 p.m. and then 10 p.m. And then I was getting more triggered by people. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? And it was like, oh, those kind of cycles come round." So this time I've been quite aware of it. The self-isolation fucked me up a bit in the fact that it's like, right, you know, We're in lockdown, I don't get my kind of Thursday off because I disappear on a Thursday away from tech and everything. Um, And and I've noticed obviously I'm smashing the socials and unfortunately that's working, which is sometimes the worst because when you have a bad habit of doing too much and you're getting a result from doing it, it doesn't actually stop you from doing it. Um, So kind of question to um, Paul is like, how have you felt the vibe is this time around with others? Because you said you know that you're fortunate, but some of your clients, not so much.
0: Yeah, well, well, I think that the vibe that I felt is, it's kind of like the novelty seems to have worn off. I think it got, last time around, there was a bit of novelty for a bit, right? Fire pits, you couldn't even buy a hot tub anyway. And I think this time around, I think we're in, a, we're in a phase of everybody's just, I don't even think there's, and, and again, I think it depends on your peer group. And who you're around and what you expose yourself to. Like so I can say what kind of vibe am I getting. I'm getting almost nothing but positive vibe. Because I'm in that I've placed myself in that peer group of positive people. My feeds I mean I'm not really a consumer. I don't watch much pe- many people's content. So what I do see is very limited in terms of like I'm not exposing myself to so my palate, if you like. My palate is only with good shit. And I think that the only thing that I'm teaching my guys is this is all down to essentially what you're focused on. I think it's easy to get focused on what you can't do. It's easy to get focused on what you've lost rather than being focused on what you can do and what you can learn. Like, that's the only thing that I've that I've said to my guys that is, it's very easy for your mind to go, well, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do that. Like, well, that's not going to change for all. That's not gonna transform your state. It's gonna suck you down. So let's start focusing on what you can do and if you can do it better. And then a scene that I love at the minute, you won't believe this is gonna come out my mouth, Jamie Alderden. This is gonna stun you. What can I be grateful for in advance? Like, cause last time, if we looked at the last lockdown, in hindsight, everybody's gonna have something that they're grateful for. More time in the family. I lost seven kilos. It was. I got to work on my business. I got to learn some shit. I got a fucking great suntan and burn my nose twice. But how can I do that in advance? I'm like, that's a really interesting question for me right
1: now. It, it is interesting because you know, I think just be from being in self isolation for two weeks. You know, I missed going for a walk every morning. I missed going for a dip in the sea. Like this morning's dip in the sea was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, something I would say is just that reflection. And that gratitude, um, and and that word hedonic adaptation. For for those of you who don't know, and this this can save you a lot because, firstly, yeah. it's about appreciating what you've already got, and, and also knowing that even if you do get the things that you think that you want, yeah. it's not going to make you happier because when you get it, you're yeah. going to adapt to that as well. You know, well, yeah. and this is and it's this reality that I remember I was speaking to my wife about this like. Eight years ago, before I became a, uh, when I just let, no, what was it, 10 years ago? Nine, yeah, 11 years ago, fucking hell. I left the army. I had to take a five grand pay cut. Um, I, I remember having about £75 disposable income uh, a month to budget on things after food and everything. And if I was to compare my level of happiness then to now, it's not that much different, if I'm being brutally yeah. honest so it 's yeah. not material items or that, because at the same time, yes, okay, didn 't have much money, uh, but incredibly happy. We just moved out of the army, had our own little flats, had a job, yeah. I could drive there, enjoy doing it, could get to the gym, had, you know could afford a tub of protein, uh, and I was actually competing at the time uh, just for so site competing, so I had some focus and some drive, and I was just like, there was no difference whatsoever, and it's that hedonic adaptation, you know like things yeah. are very different now, but doesn't mean that, you know, I'm you know, even if I say things are twice as good now, it doesn't mean that I'm twice as happy. And I think once you yeah. understand that, it just yeah. allows you to pump brakes a little bit. Yeah, dude, I love it because
0: I've had, had this experience back in 2014. I mean, you know my story, I was, um, I was making more money than I thought possible, but I was fucking miserable. And I even said this, I was on James Smith's podcast in January, I think, and I said this, my life, he asked me if it was worth it. When I, hit, I In 2014, I hit my first million, and he said it wasn't worth it, and I said, do you know what? I don't even know. I don't even fucking know because I think when we're young and when we're after that thing, it's like you'll do almost anything to get it, and then when you get it, you know this, mate. It's a feeling of, well, is this it? It didn't yeah. feel like I thought it would. I think that's what happens. It doesn't feel like when you get somewhere, it doesn't feel like you thought it would.
1: I think there's a Jim Carrey quote that he says, I wish everybody in their life would be um, wealthy and successful only to realize that it won't make you happy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, mate, honestly, this, I read this the other week or I heard it somewhere, which was wealth is just a perception of abundance. Like, and that perception is going to be different for everybody. It's interesting that isn't it. Wealth is just a perception of abundance. It's not even a number.
1: There's this picture I remember from years ago, and I will dig it out and send it to you. And it's a, a picture of a, a boy in like Indonesia, um, yeah. and it's uh, in, in the water, and he's underwater with the biggest smile on his face. And obviously, it's just like you tell, like you tell me that you need material items to be happy. And it's I've forgotten what it is, but it just really hit me because it's just like this this, this um, kid, you know, probably lives in a very simple life. Uh, has a very exciting life, and, and it, it comes down to understanding actually as I get older, I want less things. And now I'm getting to the stage of going, Do I need that? Do I need that? Can I get rid of that? Will that make my life it's, better?
0: It's, it's all just a contrast for him, isn't it? It's like compared to what? Do you know what I mean? And, and I think that the difficulty that you have is everybody knows that well, it could be worse, you could be homeless, but it's difficult for people to do that. Like, you've got it, it, people can't often contrast their life with somebody else's particularly if that person is less well off than them. Yet we seem to find it very easy to compare, to, to put ourselves in a contrast frame of they're doing better than me, which is like, you know, people talk about this comparison thing. It's very interesting, isn't it? It's a very interesting thing. like, And I think that's the biggest thing that people have in lockdown is that they're comparing what's happening now to what happened before, like where we're at in our lives before. So... It's like, right, we could do all of these things and now suddenly we can't. And I think if you stay focused on that, you're essentially fucked. And,
1: and I think people are forgetting we're still in 2020, one of the most incredible times to live in with the amount of abundance and opportunity that you've got if you're willing to utilize it. You know, yeah. you, you take, you know, I. I, I Last week on the Lockdown Live, I brought up a couple of images, and one of them, obviously it was Remembrance Day yesterday, so one yeah. of the images will always stick with me, and it is about 300 people in the London Underground sleeping in there, because that was the safest place to sleep during all the bombings.
0: Yeah, that's an and, incredible picture.
1: Yeah. And it is, because it just gives you some perspective that there's probably you know people walking around going, this is nothing. Uh, yep. And it is because it comes down to perspective. And that perspective doesn't, you don't need to have gone through a world war. I mean, my perspective, of course, been very fortunate to being in the, uh, in the army, served you know, 18 months in Iraq, and I have a huge perspective. So when I have a 23 year old saying to me that it's been like he's felt like he's been in prison for nine months, I'm like, what in your house? Like with your Netflix and your 4G and everything. I'm like, dude, right, go, go out. Like once this pandemic is over, just go and disappear for a year and go and see how other people live. Get some perspective. That is probably the best investment of money and time. Yeah. This yeah,
0: you know, is something, and you'll, you're probably going through this right now with your daughter and your son, obviously, is that I'm trying to show my kids some perspective because they don't know any different than flying fucking business class and going business class on the train and going wherever they want to go. I remember taking them to Thailand for two weeks and we went on this thing it's called it was a floating village, and there was kids walking around begging you for money. My kids were like like completely horrified by it. I'm glad that they've seen it
1: yeah and and I, and I think it is so important because you know something that I've said a lot is that children don't learn they absorb and. Yes that comes down to your own habits. So they're seeing that we're doing home workouts, seeing that we're adapting to stuff. And also yeah. I think as well, one thing that I want my ki- uh, children to absorb is, is kindness and empathy. So yeah. they see that you know, you know if kids are absorbing things, they're seeing that the way that we're talking to other people, they see they see the way that we treat other people and that transitions really deep into them. You know, my, yeah. my son literally will copy everything that I do. They, he sees, me lifting up all these weights at home and he's trying to lift them up too. So (laughs) when you think about that, it's like, right, well, as he's starting to grow up and I'm going out with him, I'm socializing with him, he's gonna be picking up those characteristics of how I respond to situations, how I deal with stress and how I deal with people. And I think that's one of the most important things that you can teach
0: your kids is kindness uh, and empathy. Yeah, and and I think, I think this is one of the challenges with school. Like my my son will come home, he said something last night, like, hasn't 2020 been terrible? And I said, where have you heard that? He said, oh, the teacher was talking about it today. And I said, um, and I had to reframe it. I said, has 2020 been terrible for you? He's like, well, not really. I said, what well, what are some of the best things you've done? He said, well, I got to play Fortnite with you in lockdown. He said, we are been in Dubai. We've been um where else did we go? We went to, we to Corfu on a random holiday. He's like, I've got to do all these things. I'm like, well, Spent loads of time in the sea, he's done loads of surfing. I'm like, it wasn't that bad, was it? So I think we've got to be we've got to be careful of that as well. Like they like his teacher, clearly just trying our best, has has framed him, has put in his mind that 2020 has been terrible. has not been terrible for everybody. I, I think and even just- though even a shit year can have best part of it.
1: Well, when I look back, the worst years have been the best, most grateful things ever. You know, 2012, um, I was made redundant for my job. I had like £800 in the bank and had to whack 16 k on a credit card and borrow my dad's bike because I couldn't afford a car. That one moment changed my life and, and got me on the path that I'm at now. Yeah. My massive breakdown in the end of 2016 enabled me to really get perspective on what I was doing with my business and my life, enabled me to uh, balance things out better and actually realise that I'm, you know, I'm not going to work my tits off for the next five years to retire, that actually I could do that, but I'm not going to have anyone around me to come and celebrate with. Hey,
0: what the fuck would you do if you retired? Come on. <laughs> I keep thinking about this. I'm not exactly going to play fucking golf, am I? <laughs> Why are you
1: playing golf? Come on! All right, I've got, I've got this. Right, I'll tell you what. I'm, there's two things I'm gonna write down. That, that picture, right? Um, so I'm gonna write the picture of kid, right? And then I'm gonna send Jamie playing golf. get <laughs> a oh pay
0: good money like, for this. Send it a link. Send it with a PayPal link. Pay good money to see you playing golf.
1: Have you ever seen, you've seen Happy Gilmore, right? <laughs> I've
0: seen Happy Gilmore, right. yeah.
1: So, I, I people, people hate me playing golf because I, I pick up a pair of uh, clubs every two or three years. Yeah. They put me on a high handicap and I'm like, it's probably not a good idea. And they said, yeah. why? I was like, well, like, I've got really good hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Uh, I've, got no, I've got no golf skill, um, but yeah. I, ha- I have within 100 yards because I've just yeah. got good good chip, good chipping and putting skills so I've, got, I've got hannah and i've got mad power through these arms and i hit it hard and it goes straight uh yeah. so that that's all i can that's that's the only thing i can do like yeah. i could like <laughs> hit it as hard yeah. as i can it does yeah. go pretty straight and then my short game's good that is funny
0: yeah, really, funny enough mate i was talking to two guys who know you who are have this big golf membership site.
1: Yes, Andy.
0: Yes, me and my golf is it. Yeah, my golf school or something like that. That's I don't know. It. Yeah, those, uh, ra- that's random that I saw one of those. And I was saying, there's fucking, there's way too many rules that you can't talk on the course. That's me, folks. That's <laughs> the way they, stupid fucking rules. That's
1: yeah, me, this folks. Is, this is they're you, change, change your world. So I, I spent six months in Canada. Yeah. Um, so in Canada, you're allowed to wear flip-flops on the um, on, on the greens. Plus, every hole, this girl comes around with a golf cart with a bar on the back, because you're actually allowed oh, to drink on the golf, on all Canadian yeah, golf courses.
0: Uh, Round here, you're not even allowed to fucking phone in the clubhouse. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's probably
1: a good this, thing, to be honest.
0: This game is not for me. Yeah. yeah. Give me a fight any day of the week. <laughs> so um <laughs> so Bo, i'm a bit aware of time
1: but yeah. one thing i did say before we uh uh before we tuned in was that you do have a workshop tonight is that oh mate i do have a
0: workshop tonight thank you for the you thank you for the yeah. i've got a workshop tonight at 7 p.m what's it all about us, i'm going to be talking funny enough about that reframe i'm going to be talking about perception and how we change it i'm going to be talking about handling stress, dealing with challenge. I'm gonna be talking about depression, anxiety, overwhelm, and how to get a handle on all of those. Through, mate, no theory, all practice. Essentially the, the stuff that I've done, and you've seen the whole fucking thing firsthand. All the stuff that I've done to turn my life around and the thousands of people that I've worked with. So yeah, thank you for that, mate.
1: No, you're welcome. And if we could get a little bit, like like, what three things, here's a question to be put to you before, um, we finished but what three things do you think that people should focus on in the next six months to improve their health and happiness?
0: Amazing! What a fucking great question, man. And um, one is the first thing you got to do is be able to manage your state. I say physiology, um, and the second thing is where your attention goes. So that's the first part. Depression is a state. Anxiety is a state. Overwhelm state. So handle your physical first. If you don't, and you know this, mate, if you don't handle your physical, i.e. what goes in your mouth, your sleep, your exercise, it's an invitation to negative feelings and negative emotions. All right? That's an invitation. So the second thing that I'm going to recommend is, and this is something that I strongly advocate is ask yourself great questions every day, whether that is focusing on how do I want to feel? What's one thing that I'm excited about today? Who needs me to step the fuck up and have a positive impact on them? Because asking these questions, questions are the steering wheel of the mind. So if I'm going to ask myself great questions, I'm essentially steering my mind towards empowering shit rather than disempowering shit what I look at when I scroll my phone. That's the second thing. The third thing, let us go with... I'm going to go with... Spend more time creating than you do consuming. I think we're a world of consumers. We're always got our nose in other people's business and we get obsessed with learning new things. This is the thing, I'm just gonna learn this one thing and then, then I'll do it. I'll learn this one more thing and then I'll make that phone call or go after that job or set up that business. So spend less time, in fact, here's what I'll say, check your fucking screen time. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Like, honestly, you cannot have no time and a high screen time at the same time. Your, your yeah. audience is fucking invalid.
1: I, I love that. I always say be a creator, not a consumer. And um yeah. a lot of people say, well, you know, in order to be a creator, you need to know a lot. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't. Uh, in order to be uh, a creator, you just need to put things out there because there's di- many different people love explorers people love adventurers. people who not people love people who don't actually know the answer but they've got the balls to go out and find the best people who do
0: and this and is the best thing. learning learning essentially for me comes from experience that's your, all of your biggest learners will come from what at the time probably you know they just seem like your biggest losses it's where your best learners are going to come from
1: yeah and you don't need to read the, all the chapters you just need to be able to teach people chapter one whilst you're on chapter two and i think that enables people to, you know, because a great thing that I find with people when it comes to absorbing information better, if you want to learn better, teach others. So if you want to read a book, what you need to do is go, yeah, what you need to do is uh, every day I'm going to post a piece of content breaking down what I learned from this chapter. And I'll tell you what, if you broke down a book and did that for your content, a, your content game would be great because you are give, putting value into the world, especially if you're reading a book where someone's got 20 to 30 years of experience. you know. And, and I always have this Dave down the pub analogy where if Dave t- down the pub goes to you and says, hey, uh, Paul, do you want to know how to overcome three of the greatest fears of your mind? And, and you look at Dave and go, fuck off, Dave. <laughs> do you want a pint, mate? If Dave turned around to you Uh, again and said, hey, Paul, I've just chatted to three of the most incredible guy, like Charlin monks from Tibet, who have just told me three of the most mind-blowing things about life and productivity. Would you like to hear it? Your Mm. instant response to go, Dave, you have my attention. And it's not because you care or value on Dave's opinion. You care of who he's listened to and what message that they have given to him. And that, if you can transition that into your own content, makes you an authority because it's not sometimes not about what you know, it's what you can simplify to the world and show because what we don't need is more information because it's there. We need librarians. We need people who can take the best bits and whack it into an Instagram feed, so we can just digest it quicker and easier so our lives can get better. And if you can Yeah, do you that- know, that's
0: that's that's why my shit's blown up, because I think I'm just able to take things that other people make complex and make them very simple. Draw,
1: r- drawing in crayons, that's what I call it. Yeah. Drawing in crayons, you know. If you, I,
0: don't you know. know how to, I don't know how to draw any other way. That's the best. <laughs> I don't know any different. I don't know how to make things complex. Yeah. And, well, it's
1: the same. I mean, you've got a daughter of similar age to mine, and, and the way I look at it is if, if Eliza doesn't understand it, then I don't understand it well myself. If I can't teach, I, smart, I can't teach her it. She's smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she is. She's, way, she's way smarter
0: than me. Yeah, it's mad.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy, and uh, she's probably at that well same age as uh, Eliza, where always proving you wrong when she says something, and you're like, no, that's right, and, and then. She, and she comes back from school and she says, we learnt some some of these things. I'm like, I, I never even learned that. <laughs>
0: so what on earth is that? And talking yeah, about different... They, when they're talking about words and that. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. They can yeah. read different words than that.
1: Yeah, I, I've forgotten which one it was now, but it was learning about something where, you know, certain words, like the way that you say it, it there's a word for it. And I'm like, no there's not. And she says... Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and I had to, I, I had to Google it. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. And I was
0: like, Also yeah. like, pointless, also pointless thing to learn.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: that's it, you know, yeah. like. Glyphic. Something glyphic or epic or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's it. Like, that's probably yeah. it. But you know, okay. Pythagoras' theorem didn't actually help pay my mortgage, unfortunately. So, um, you know, um, it, it can, it can. It you can know what,
0: say, like, time, you, you might have done this with lies, I'm a daughter now. If she wants new stuff, she has to sell her old stuff on Facebook Marketplace. She gives all of her toys to my mum because I'm not dealing with that shit. But she gives all of her toys to my mum. My mum sells them. So people come to our house and buy Nina's old toys and then she buys new toys with the money.
1: I like it. Um, I've got I've got a recommendation for you. Revolut Kids.
0: Yeah,
1: it's uh, yeah, Revolut Kids. It's uh, prepaid credit cards for seven yeah. year olds, which you can yeah. link with your account. Um, oh, nice. and i have got different um house chores that are 50 p each to do and um, oh, nice. when um, whenever they do it they get that card credited and then they can go and spend that in the um in the shops or with yeah, you've, you've negotiated 150 pence the job Fuck it, that is i i i got the living i, I get I get the living room cleaned every evening for 50p. I know it's child slave it. labor, but it's- It's the worst
0: part, I've just wrote, I didn't have any paper, so I've wrote Revolute down on the back of a fucking mask. <laughs> you're gonna, you, you're, you,
1: it's funny, because you'll probably have that across your mustache later. And then
0: really
1: But it's love it. just showing her I that if, if she does stuff, she can afford yeah. stuff, and, and if, uh, I don't know if Nina's into this, but she is big on, oh, what are these things? They're little tiny, thick Shopkins.
0: Yes, Shopkins, yeah, and the tiny food mini brands, they're called.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's, I just don't get it. She's like, she will literally sit on YouTube and watch four hours of
0: Shopkins, and
1: I just don't, I, I just don't get it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Really- hey, here's one here's for you. For. Nina got a TikTok account banned this week. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she did, but she's been banned from TikTok. Yeah.
1: <laughs> was it? Her, was it? Was it her political views on Trump versus Biden?
0: It? <laughs> I have no idea, mate. But it, I was, I was, she was absolutely devastated. But I thought it was hilarious, and that got her even more pissed off.
1: Showing, showing the the spike in Bitcoin this this week.
0: Oh, I was proud of that. Getting banned from any social platform. I'm proud of you, kid.
1: We just stand it. for. <laughs> Listen, well, this this has been a, a, a phenomenal chat as always. I could talk talk to you all. all you know, I literally talk talk to you all day. But do you have any parting words uh, for the audience and? Of course, um, if you do have a link for your online
0: workshop, I'd love for
1: you to um, send that to I'll me do and I'll, I'll link it in below.
0: Here it is. I'll say it out loud right now. Unstoppableworkshop.com forward slash live. <laughs> I might have got that completely wrong. I might have got that completely wrong. Yeah, I might have got... I'll, I'll put it in now.
1: Unstoppable... Um, I'm putting it on the really live now. Workshop.com forward slash live, yeah?
0: Let's have a look. Oh, I got it right. Oh, Fucking go. hell. <laughs>
1: Holy shit! <laughs> there you go. It's it, it. I've just put I've just put it in now, ladies and gents. Um, if you enjoyed this, you're, you're going to get uh, what an hour, two hours of knowledge bombs to take away and help you have a healthier, and happier 2020. Not that you need it any healthier, happier. Because as we said, you know this this year is what you make it. Look at the good things that have happened. And uh, as always, uh, Mr. Moore, I just want to send some appreciation your way. Always love what you do. Um, uh, It inspires the fuck out of me as always. And uh, keep up that good shit.
0: Thank you so much, my man. Have a great day. Thank you for having me.